Hey, what's up? It's DeHuff. It's another episode of DeHuff Uncensored. I hope you're having a great day. Got a lot to get to, but real quick, if you haven't done it, go ahead, take a second and hit that subscribe button wherever you're listening. And then don't forget today's episode is presented to you by the great people over at Sugar Fire in Westminster. Amazing barbecue. If you're looking for a great meal for you know lunch or dinner, they're the place to go. Also, big thanks to Burns and McCoy. We're going to get into Burns and McCoy here in a second, but giving you a quick preview of today's show, McDonald's is making some big changes. It may upset some people, but it does make sense. We'll get into that. A YouTube prank that went way too far in my mind, and if it happened to me, I'd lose my shit. We're going to get into that. A disgusting family heirloom that... I got to be honest, I would not be happy if I received this. A classic news agency mistake. Causing a panic before doing some actual research. NFLPA is asking for all stadium fields to move to natural grass in the wake of the Aaron Rodgers season-ending injury. And NASA calls BS on those whistleblowers from like a month ago. And I love it. But speaking of things I love, do yourself, your family, your friends a favor. Grab some Burns and McCoy today. Burns and McCoy is by far the best hot sauce around. It's my go-to when I need to kick up a meal a few notches. Burns and McCoy is all about flavor first. And then they focus on the heat, the way it should be. So go ahead and go to BurnsandMcCoy.com. Use promo code DeHuff and get 20% off your next order or that current order. I don't know how long that deal's going to last, so you might want to jump on that. Again, burnsandmccoy.com, promo code DeHuff. You get 20% off your order. Uh, my favorites are mango habanero, salsa verde, especially a Roja hot sauce, and they also have scotch bonnet, which is killer. I'm, I'm, I think I'm out of the sriracha. I think I just used that up yesterday when I was making a sandwich, but it's all good. Go to burnsandmccoy.com. See all the amazing flavors for yourself self, because I didn't even mention them all. There's a lot of great flavors. Every single one I've tried, amazing. Uh, Burns and McCoy is a woman-majority family-owned business. Their focus is to only give you the highest quality products using the ingredients of the highest quality. Food should be fun. They provide that fun with each unique flavor profile they offer. Go ahead and grab a bottle of Burns and McCoy today. Go to burnsandmccoy.com right now. Use that promo code DeHuff and get 20% off your order, Burns and McCoy. You know what? Before we get into headlines, I have to bring this up. My wife. <laughs> so we're, go we're, we're chilling. The kids are in bed. It's just my wife and I hanging out. And all of a sudden, she does this. Because I'm like looking at something on social media. Because that's kind of what I have to do for the podcast is I'm constantly promoting the podcast. So I'm looking at something and, and it's like a video of me or something like that. And my wife looks at, looks at me and she's all, don't you get tired of looking at yourself? And I'm like, what is that supposed to mean? I was like, it's my job. I have to look at myself and by God, yum. <laughs> but no, seriously, I was just like, what is that supposed to mean? I was like, if I'm reading between the lines on this, honey, you said, ew, if I had to look at you all day, I'd be so grossed out. Yuck. 
ew, ew, ew. <laughs> That's what I got from that conversation. And yes, there are times where I'm like, God, I hate looking at myself. Like you, that's that. I think that's a normal thing. But that being said, I kind of have to like look at myself and critique how I do things. Am I looking at the camera enough? Stuff like that. And those are only, I only use those for promos and shit. But there, what's, I'll tell you one thing in regards to that. There's been times where <laughs> I've made promos with my, you know, from, for the podcast and I'm taking snippets from the video. And like, I'm like scratching my nose or something in the whole, in the thing, or like, I'm like scratching my ear or something. I look like an idiot. I'm like, I got to use it. I got to. So anyway, so my wife's a jerk. Also my, I'm in my backyard yesterday. I'm grilling up some bratwurst. And all of a sudden I hear my neighbor Rob say, Scott, do you want my eggplant? Huh? And then I look over at the fence and he's literally, I just see his arm hanging over and he's wagging his giant eggplant across back and forth, back and forth. And I'm, I just start cracking up because that's hilarious. And I'm like, whoa, my goodness, that has some size on it. Skinny, skinny. But uh, like I said in my video that I posted, it'll do. It will do. But I'm just sitting there going, God, you guys are such assholes. Then I had to explain to my son why that was funny. And he's all, why, is, why, why were you laughing so hard? I was because it looks like a penis, okay? And he's like, Hee-hee! Anyway, so you're welcome, school. <laughs> he's going to be like, an eggplant? <laughs> Everybody's going to be like, what does that mean? Then he's going to explain it to everybody. Then I'm going to get called into the office. Great, great. All I can say is Rob and my wife, this is the first soundbite that came to my mind when after after dealing with you two yesterday. I knew it. I'm surrounded by assholes. <laughs> On that note, you know what time it is. Let's jump into some headlines. Let's go! Let's go! And now, here are the headlines. <laughs> You could kind of see this coming, especially after COVID and, and everything. But uh, McDonald's is eliminating its self-serve soda machines. Their plan is to do it by 2032 at all of the United States restaurants. And they explained that the change will make the experience consistent for customers and crew across the chain. The, the one across the way from us in Thornton, doesn't have it in the lobby anymore. They they handle it behind the scenes. And real quick, I know a lot of people are like, oh, God, there goes my free refills. Now I got to wait in line and get the attention of an employee to refill my drink. Oh, wah. <laughs> Who cares? Part of the reason, and they're not saying this, is because people are disgusting, and that's why they have to do it. Do you know how... Most of the spills that I had to clean up when I worked in restaurants were around that. And that's also one of those things where people will spill it. Kids will spill it. They're notorious for jacking up the soda area. And and, and it should make it easier for them to clean it and keep it clean. And meaning that you're going to get a healthier experience, quote unquote healthier, less likely to get any sort of bacteria 
if it's behind the scenes and you don't have some snot-nosed kid or just moron over there picking his nose and touching the nozzles. So you should be happy that they're doing this. And listen, I get it. Some locations might not be as good as others, and it might take longer for you to get a refill. But is that the end of the world? No, don't act like it is. Because I'm reading all these messages on social media about it, and people are just acting like it's like, uh, you know, the, the world is ending. World, world is ending. I got to ask for a refill at McDonald's. My God, what is? Uh, I'm taking my, I'm taking my services to 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 Wendy's. <laughs> okay, fine. I think McDonald's will be will be okay. Now, here's the other interesting thing about McDonald's is they're going to redesign and they're eventually going to try to have no dining rooms or at least smaller dining rooms to reflect the new reality. As CNN said, digital sales, basically orders made up of on its app or through partners like Uber Eats and stuff now make up 40 percent. 40% of its total sales. That's according to the most recent earnings report. That's shocking to me. That's shocking. That's shocking. Really shocking. But I guess it makes sense. I don't know the last time. I guess I guess there was a there a few months back we went into the lobby and there was like we were the only ones there. And it's like why would you have the play area when hardly anybody's going in there? And then, two, why would you have this massive lobby if nobody's going in there? It's just a waste of space. You can do more things with I don't know what they're going to do with the existing restaurants. Maybe they'll just lease it out and have, like, apartments in there for, for their high-end customers. You can sleep here. <laughs> There's a cot. There you go. You're welcome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. The chain also teased another major change called Cosmix a new uh, small format location that includes the reduced dining area, like I just said. And other chains are experimenting with reinventing their designs too. That includes places like Chipotle, Taco Bell, and Starbucks. Yeah, if nobody's really doing the dine-in experience, expect that to change all over the place. That just makes sense. It doesn't make sense to have all this space and it's used for just-in-case like once a year that you get like a busload of people that pile in there. That's just not worth it. Doesn't make sense. Look at places like if you're in Colorado, good times, uh, great burgers, love their dip sauce, get some French fries, get dips. Oh my God. I love it. So good. So delicious. That sounds good for lunch. Note to self, <laughs> but um, it also reminds me of like when I worked at the radio station, like especially after COVID, it was kind of the same thing before COVID too, where it's like you have this giant floor because we were on the fourth floor. Obviously, you have the radio stations, but you got the sales area and administrative area. And it's like half the time, there's like nobody there, if not more than half the time. And then after COVID happened, you realize you can do most of this shit you could do your job as a sales rep from home. You don't need to be in there. So it to me, it's just like, that's a lot of wasted space that could be used for something else. So, I, I mean, 
I wouldn't doubt if more companies, whether it's restaurant or other, you know, sales type industries realize it's just like, do you really need all this space? You don't It's just, you're just paying for something that you don't need. And if you're renting this area, get something smaller and save some money. So don't, be, don't be surprised if more restaurants start doing this. That being said, I love going to a restaurant and sitting down like at uh, sugar fire, go in there. And I love the smell of the, you know, the smoked meats and everything like that. And I just like that they have TVs by the bar and I can watch whatever football game or whatever sports they have on there. I like that. It's relaxing. But that being said, I'm not going to a McDonald's or Chipotle, Taco Bell, or Starbucks for that experience. It's not a full-service restaurant. So these fast casual or whatever they call it nowadays instead of fast food, I, I'm, I get it. It makes sense to me. So expect that to happen. This would piss me off so much if this happened to me. A prankster decided, you know, it would be funny if we get this on video and post it. And cope my parents' kitchen in Nutella. First of all, Nutella is an amazing <laughs> treat. I love Nutella. And this dickhead, they had a nice kitchen before, and he smears it just to, for social media fame. And he smears it all over. If that ever happened to me, first of all, whoever is guilty of it, I don't care if it's my own son or my own daughter, those motherfuckers are cleaning it up because I ain't. I am not. And guess what? It's a life lesson. There are consequences for your actions. <laughs> okay? You're going to be a dick. You got to clean this up. Okay? Oh, my God. I would be so fucking pissed. And here's what's crazy. That that house, that kitchen is going to smell like Nutella forever. Because, like, if you, you think of your your cabinets. It's wood. It's going to soak into that. Oh, my God. I'd be pissed. That And think about all the the wasted food for doing that, the, for the Nutella. And then that's also going to attract bugs. Oh, God, that grosses me out. I, I fucking hate bugs, especially when they get into the house. Oh, it drives me nuts. Drives me nuts. Like flies. That hap- that's, It's going to happen no matter what you do. No matter how hard you try, every spring and summer, there's always going to be flies that make it in. What sucks is if you get a fly in the middle of winter because you can't just like, I don't, I, I don't know. It just, just bugs the crap out of me. And they always scare the shit out of my dog. <laughs> He's like this big, strong dog. He'll take on any human in the world, right? He'll, he'll defend the family with, with no problem whatsoever. If it's a fly, he's like, nope, fuck it. Fuck it. That's a fly. It keeps flying near me, dad. Do something. He'll like look at me. And that's how I know that there's a fly in the house if I don't see it. But I, I see my dog and he's like looking at me and he's his like, eyes get like wide open. His ears are perked up. He's a black lab. So his ears perk up. And then he's just like, you see him like move his head around. And he's, he'll, like, do a 360 and, and, like, chasing something. Then all of a sudden you hear him, like, uh, on the blinds at the window because the flies are trying to get out. And you hear this. <laughs> he's, like, broken blinds before. And those aren't something that I want to have to keep spending money on replacing. It's 
freaking annoying. Speaking of that, we need to get new blinds for our house eventually. But I just don't want to spend the money, okay? I'm cheap. Cheap. Love good blinds, though. That's what happens when you're older. Is like you get excited if there's a good deal on blinds. You're like, look at that. That's fantastic. That's a great deal. And look at the texture and the, the you can tell this was made with care. <laughs> this is gross to me. A woman, she's like 53 years old, and she has a 50-year-old family heirloom that is a Cadbury cream egg. That's disgusting. Why would you keep holding on to that? I read briefly on this story, and I couldn't figure out what the fuck is the point of that. Sorry for my language, but I'm so upset right now. Could you imagine if there's like this big production at a will reading, and somebody's like, uh, Scott, you are going to inherit a very, very valuable uh, family heirloom. And you're like, oh, my God, it's the mansion. <laughs> like, who? I don't know if anybody has a mansion in my family. Guessing I'm probably not going to get it. But they're like, and that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking it's going to be something, like he said, valuable. And then, boom, it's a 50-year-old Cadbury cream egg. And I'll be like, how is this valuable? I mean, emotionally, it's valuable. That's what they wrote. <laughs> uh, it's disgusting. You know somebody's going to fucking eat it one day, and they're going to be like, why does this taste so bad? <laughs> uh, gross. That being said, Cadbury eggs are kind of growing on me. I didn't like them for the longest time. And then because of having kids, like my daughter was just like refusing to try one. And I'm like, I'll, I'll try one. I didn't like it before. I'll try it. Then I ate it. And I'm like, this is pretty good. Now, that being said, uh, you eat something like that, you're, uh, you know, that's a lot of sugar. And do you know what a lot of sugar can lead to? Type 2 adult onset diabetes? That's right. <laughs> Shouldn't laugh about that. <laughs> that's uh, a very serious condition. So that's why you should watch your sugar intake, people. <laughs> if, if we learned anything from this episode today is don't drink or eat too much sugar. You're welcome. The more you know. I'm just here to help you, people. Yeah, gross. Do you guys have anything like that in your family? That like that's a like this thing that's been passed down? Like here's this is my uh great grandma's, you know, wooden, you know bowl set or something like that like i have that i have when my my grandpa passed away and my nana had passed away prior to that um when we were going through their stuff which is a horrible thing to have to do but we my wife and i ended up getting this nice wooden bowl set like where it's uh woven wood love it it's so nice i even put I got some stuff to rub on it, some oils to, to help protect it and make it last longer and all this stuff. It's really good stuff. I love that. But I, as far as anything else, I don't really have a family heirloom. And I don't know if you guys do or not, but that, that's just kind of an interesting thing. In it. And I'm wondering, is that something I should probably set some stuff aside for like when my kids get older? Be like, here, here's this that you can keep. And I'm like looking around. And I'm like, I don't really have that much. <laughs> I don't. 
Here, oh, I got some. Oh, I have some scotch, ta- not scotch tape, masking tape. Here you go, son. <laughs> He's like, what? Wh- why? <laughs> well, you're welcome. Don't ask why. I basically I could give him my my podcast stuff. But I'm not giving that up until I get new stuff. So if he wants this, he's got to buy me some new shit. Which eventually this stuff's going to crap out. I haven't like touched anything since I moved to the basement, which is like a year and a half ago. I try not to touch anything because I'm afraid if I do, it's going to just short out. Because <laughs> it's old. It's old. It was gifted to me by the, the engineers uh, at the radio station I used to work for, and this used to be part of the the mixing board for you know when people scratch records and stuff at the old KS one hundred seven five studios back in the day. So it has a lot of history with it, but it's old as fuck. <laughs> so it's on my to do list to buy a new one eventually. But I'm gonna run this thing into the ground. We'll see if all of a sudden in in an episode it starts you know, smoking and catching on fire. That's going to be a fun episode. It it will. It will. A hole dug by two guys on a Dublin beach was mistaken as a meteor crater by the local news. <laughs> and they even came out and did a report on it. How stupid. <laughs> Classic news. Hey, how about you do some research? <laughs> and look look at it. Be like, there's a hole. People dig holes in the beach, right? And it's what's funny is it's maybe like four feet wide. Do you think? Do you think? And then like there's, I don't know, people are dumb. People are dumb. And it's like straight down. I, I don't know. It's just it's just so dumb. It's classic news people that do shit. Not, not all of them do that. But the, the ones that are really just horny for the breaking news and the sell fear, that's the ones that do that shit. And that drives me nuts because everybody sells fear. We're like, we don't know if it's a meteor crash or if it's a laser from Russia. I don't know. <laughs> they didn't say that about the laser, but they wanted to. Let's be honest. They did. Deep down, they did. They did. Hey, we got some more coming your way, but first, uh, you like it when somebody buys you beer. You do. Keep listening. Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's my go-to barbecue place. Talk about them all the time. They're just off 144th and Orchard Parkway, so just east of Huron and just west of I-25, boom, on the south side of 144th. It's St. Louis-style barbecue. They got baby back ribs, beef brisket, pulled pork, turkey, burgers, all prepared to perfection every single day. But here's the thing. On this September 18th, starting at 6 o'clock, going till 8 o'clock, Sugar Fire in Westminster is going to be breaking out a special menu just for my listeners. And they got great deals on cocktails as well as just food in general. So let me give you a sneak peek at some of my favorites. They got the hot route, which is smoked fried chicken wings with your choice of St. Louis sweet barbecue sauce hot buffalo, Thai sweet chili, also pig skins, which is like potato skins with house bacon, cheddar cheese, green onion, sour cream. In the pocket, that's uh, smoked fried artichokes with lemon aioli or 
the fried pickles with ranch. I had those the other night. By far my favorite fried pickles I've ever had. So freaking good. Chef Clint and crew just knock it out of the park every single freaking day. Now, they also have some really good cocktails, and they're going to have specials on those as well as discounted beer as well. So you got to go check them out. And they got a new fall menu for their cocktails. So just imagine this. You're you're sitting at the bar, enjoying some of your, you know, tasty treats. And then, boom, you get a nice cocktail. And you're just watching football, hanging out with me and everybody at um, uh, Sugar Fire in Westminster. It's going to be a lot of fun. You guys got to check it out. And what you need to do is go find them on social media at Sugar Fire Westy. They do a really good job, especially on Facebook and Instagram. Every single day, Chef Clint posts out what their their specials are for the day, and whether it's with their cocktails or with their food. So definitely worth the follow. I love watching food. <laughs> I just love it. And, and they kick ass at it. By the way, uh, on those Monday nights when we're out there, uh, local breweries are going to be stopping by with their swag, pint glasses, shirts, hats, koozies, all that cool stuff. Plus, like I said, they're going to be buying people beer. Uh, this is a great way for us to say thanks for listening to the podcast. And you know what? Let's chill, have a good time, and watch some football. Sugar Fire in Westminster, it's off 144th in Orchard Parkway, just east of Huron, just west of I-25 on the south side of 144th. It's Sugar Fire in Westminster, reinventing barbecue every single day. Well, obviously, we talked about Aaron Rodgers having that season-ending injury for the New York Jets, all this hype and anticipation for him to play, and he was injured. Tore his Achilles. Horrible injury. In fact, you can somebody posted the video of a close-up of his leg, when it, and you can see it pop. Like, it vibrates. Like, when it officially snaps it's sad it's sad but now the nflpa the nfl players association is calling for moving all stadium fields to natural grass in the wake of aaron Rodgers' season ending injury this is according to cbs sports moving all stadium fields to high quality natural grass services is the easiest decision the nfl can make that's according to the nflpa the players overwhelmingly prefer it And the data is clear that grass is simply safer than artificial turf. It is an issue that has been near the top of the players list during my team visits and one I have raised with the NFL. That's according to uh, um, uh, the NFL PA. I listen, I agree they should. But at the end of the day, does the NFL and the owners want to spend the money to do it. Now, the NFLPA continued by saying, while we know there is an investment to making this change, there is a bigger cost to everyone in our business if we keep losing our best players to unnecessary injuries. It makes no sense that stadiums can flip over to superior grass surfaces when the World Cup comes or soccer clubs come to visit for exhibition games in the summer but inferior artificial surfaces are acceptable for our own players. This is worth the investment and simply needs to change now. That's a good point. Like you, you're capable of doing it. You just don't want to do it. That's fascinating, fascinating uh, point by the NFL PA. Now the NFL executive VP for health 
and safety innovation. Jeff Miller responded with, we work very closely with the NFL Players Association on surface research. We share all the injury information. We have all the same data. We have stadiums with natural grass where there's lower injury rate than synthetic surfaces, but we also have synthetic surfaces where the injury rate is lower. Our, our effort is to try to drive down those rates on both surfaces. Hopefully, in the next couple of years, we'll see some progress in those spaces. Now, that's interesting. Like, they're, they're saying that the data is, is mixed. According to the NFLPA, players have a 28% higher rate on non-contact lower extremity injuries when playing on artificial turf. Of those non-contact injuries, players have a 32% higher rate on non-contact knee injuries on turf and a staggering 69% higher rate of non-contact foot-slash-ankle injuries on turf compared to grass. If those are the numbers, what the hell is the NFL doing? But I will say this real quick. If going back, and I meant to mention it, is the NFLPA, they said something about like when your high, high-end players get injured. How about just any of your players get injured? Okay, don't be a dick, uh, NFLPA, and be like, well, it's really bad when it's the high-end players. Not so much when it's the miscellaneous guys that are barely on the squad. Okay, it, it's clear across the board. Poor, wor- poor wording by that guy. But that being said, the facts are the facts. The facts are that according to the data that the NFLPA is releasing, they're, they're saying it's not a mixed bag. You are more likely to be hurt and have a bad injury if you're playing on artificial turf. So get rid of it. And, and like, like they're saying is stadiums can do it. It's just a matter of doing it. They do it like if they're getting uh, money from you know, MLS or wherever soccer from around the world to come in and use their facilities, just keep it, invest in it. And listen, if the injuries continue, then you, then you've eliminated a big problem. Now you can focus on finding a a solution because you don't have this one part of the equation in there. Be like, well, we got rid of the artificial turf and people are still getting hurt. Okay, so now, what's the problem? So you can't lean on the artificial turf thing anymore, if, if that's the case. It, it It's only good for the owners and the NFL to just make the decision and just say, you know what, next year, all synthetic uh, you know, surfaces will re- be replaced with artificial or with 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 actual grass okay it 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 only helps your cause and if anything it just makes the the players feel like they got a victory and then when you when you bend them over a barrel in their next contract thing be like whoa we listened to you guys before (laughs) now what now what real quick i wanted to get into this nasa director bill nelson like NASA, like we talked yesterday about that whole Mexican alien thing where they presented 
these people presented bodies of alleged alien <laughs> aliens that were mummified. They were like a thousand years old and they presented them to the higher ups in Mexico made international news. And then later in that day, I was, I was on social media and I saw that NASA was going to come out with this big news and, and it was coming out the next day. Well, today's the next day. So I'm like looking for it. I'm like, what did they say? They, it's kind of funny because I'm like, did they even really say anything? Well, not really, but they did react to some stuff that has happened recently. And I got to be honest, I like it. Here's NASA's director, Bill Nelson. Do you believe what Mr. David Grush said, or is he lying? Uh, you would want me to give a personal opinion? Yes, please. Uh, of what he said, uh, uh, what he said, if I recall having seen this uh, on the nightly news, was that he had a friend that uh, knew where a warehouse was that had uh, an UFO locked up in a warehouse. He also said he had another friend that uh, said that he had parts of an alien. Whatever he said, where's the evidence? Is he also, my well, response. Excuse me. He also said that he did interview over 40 employees at the Pentagon. A uh, long time ago, there was a TV show, uh, Jack Friday, and he used to say, just the facts, just the facts. Show me the evidence. I have to agree with that. And that's kind of what I've been saying is, yeah, if these stories were true, it'd be great and fascinating and flip us all uh, on our heads and going, wow, the reality as we know it is, is completely different. But all we got is jack shit and it's all just stories. That's fine. That's fine. But they're just stories right now. Until we get facts, it means nothing jack squat but it is fun to sit there and go what if what happens if this is true but nasa's just like saying that's great but we don't have any evidence now when you start looking on social media people are like pissed off at nasa they're like you would think that you guys would have some actual evidence and if they do do you think that they're going to want to share it with us probably not Probably not. Like I've said before, do you think we're going to handle the news properly if we indeed found out the aliens were 100% without a doubt real and they're here? People would freaking panic. <laughs> panic. Everybody panic. There's aliens everywhere. Oh, my gosh. Everybody freak out. Everybody freak out. You got Kyle down the street, just, you know, walking back and forth, screaming, be like, they're coming for me, mama. They're coming. And they're going to, they're going to make love to me and make little alien human babies. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. Yeah. That's his mom saying, shut up. God, Kyle. But mom, but mom. Shut the fuck up, Kyle. <laughs> oh, Kyle. <laughs> 
I don't know. I like that NASA came out and said that. He's just like, what? Show me the evidence. Otherwise, it's just good stories. It, there's so many people out there that can just ad-lib and, and just create stories. And maybe the guy, I can't remember his name, the, the main guy that went before Congress and really just was saying, listen, I've, and, and yes, he's paraphrasing. He didn't actually say it's my friend. It's, he like interviewed all these people. But either way, the point is the same. He can, he might be telling the truth as he knows it because he's interviewing these people and they're all telling him similar stories. But it doesn't make it true. If there's no evidence, it's it's really hard to fully commit to it. That being said, they could all be true. Do you honestly need to have all the facts in order to believe this to be true? That aliens are around us and blah, 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 blah. And the government's, you know, conspiring not to tell the public? I mean, I guess. I mean, I guess you don't. You don't need to have all the evidence to believe that. You don't. But I don't know. It's it's interesting. I like that NASA came out there and was just like, nah. <laughs> nah. Hey, by the way, real quick, if you're a comedy fan, Adam Sandler is going to be at Ball Arena, otherwise known as The Sack. You're welcome. That's the nickname of Ball Arena is the sack. You're welcome. You're welcome. I haven't accomplished much in my life, but that is something that is on my resume. I need to put that on my resume. <laughs> anyway, he's going to be at Ball Arena on December 12th. I think that's cool. I love Adam Sandler. I think he's hilarious. Has he made some bad movies? Yes. Yes, he has. But honestly, look at any actor out there. They have good movies. They have bad movies. That's just one of those things. Is he hurting from it? No, because if he puts out a movie, I'm most likely going to see it at some point. Now, I did put out on social media, on Twitter, I said, what's his best movie or best character? Gern wrote in, I had a pretty nice turn with, uh, in Uncut Jumps. Uncut Jumps. I saw it. It was really good. I don't know why I went into Valley Girl. That's crazy. He says, Gern says, let's start over, please. <laughs> he had a he had a pretty nice turn in Uncut Gems. Hustle was pretty good, too. Never seen either of those. Happy Gilmore, according to Troy. That's hard not to disagree with that one. I love that one. That's a good one. Um, And then, yeah, Happy Gilmore. Shane says Happy Gilmore. And then Mike, Michael wrote in wrong. I'll have to fight you over it because uh, I put Bobby Boucher. <laughs> and then so he says, Happy Gilmore. Happy Gilmore seems to be the, the overwhelming choice. But are you going to try to go see him? I think it'd be cool to see him. I've never seen him in, in concert or I guess that would be concert or live. I've never seen him live. I think that would be neat. I, I, I just appreciate Adam Sandler growing up, I had all his, his comedy albums and it was a huge influence on me on making bits because the majority of his albums were just bits. And then later he got into more of making music albums and stuff like that, but they're all comedy based. 
but like hearing him with people like Conan O'Brien and, and all like Kevin Nealon and stuff like that being part of the bits. It's just hilarious, hilarious stuff. And that's where I stole the voice for Mama DeHuff. Be like, hi, honey. How are you? What are you doing here? Why don't you sit on the corner of the bed and play with your cock and balls? Honey, what are you doing? <laughs> like stuff like that. I, I stole that from a Adam Sandler. And I it's just my go-to mom voice. I think it's funny. But I, th I, I appreciate Adam Sandler. Don't appreciate Rob Schneider as somebody that I've met him two or three times. And he's been a dick every single time. So I don't, I don't like him, but I do like Adam Sandler. So, and I've met Kevin Nealon several times. Kevin Nealon's a great guy too. So I would like to go see Adam Sandler. Let me know if you plan on going to it. It'd be cool because it'd be at Ball Arena. I think that's a good size venue for him. It's what are they? What do they see? Like nineteen, twenty thousand, something like that. that. That's good. I think it'd be ridiculous for him to go to. Empower Field, but that would be fucking awesome. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Hey, guys, speaking of awesome, you're awesome. I appreciate each and every one of you guys. Have an amazing day. Hopefully you laughed a little bit in this episode. Hopefully you did. And if you didn't and you're like, ah, I didn't get, I didn't laugh at all. Guess what? Shut the fuck up, Kyle. You're probably a Kyle. Don't be a Kyle. My goodness. If you, if that's your, your model for today. Don't be a Kyle. Don't be one. And if your name is Kyle, change your name for a day. <laughs> okay? I don't know what you want to be called for the day. Dick? No, don't be a dick either. Figure it out. <laughs> That's on you. That's on you. What are you going to be go? That would be funny, actually. But like, if <laughs> you go to work today or tomorrow or whenever, and people are like, hey, uh, Kyle, I need you to. Whoa, 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 whoa. Name's not Kyle today. And if you're like dead serious, be like, just call me Steve. And they're like, we're not going to do that, Kyle. And then, no, you're calling me fucking Steve today, okay? My goodness. Jeez. <laughs> if you could do that, that'd be great. Thanks. Thank you guys so much for listening. I really appreciate each and every one of you. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Share it with your friends. Big thanks to Sugar Fire in Westminster, as well as... Um, Burns and McCoy, go to burnsandmccoy.com and use that promo code to huff and get 20% off your order. Don't know when that's going to expire. So go ahead and jump on that today and make sure you get that. It's to huff uncensored. Let's keep moving forward. I'll talk to you next time.